This is the Bakery and Snack Chat podcast, and I'm Jill Hislop, editor of Bakery and Snacks. Today I'm joined by Marcia Mogolonski, director of Insight at Mintel Food and Drink, to discuss the recreational marijuana craze that has ignited like a wildfire. While translating it into everyday treats is still way off, because the U.S. Food and Drink Administration has yet to release regulations surrounding its use in food items, the rush to the so-called shiny new thing, as Mogolonsky terms it, has even prompted snacking giants like Mondelez to note its interest in possibly one day bringing out a speciality range. We talked to Mogolonsky about the nutrient. The CBD craze has ignited like a wildfire. Why are scientific studies and data on the CBD market still way behind this newfound popularity? Oh, well, it's a good question. Part of the problem is that um, cannabis, which is the mother plant of CBD and THC, is the mother plant of marijuana and hemp. Cannabis, until recently, was classified as a class one restricted drug in the United States. So people weren't doing any research on it because they weren't allowed to touch it. So until they freed up the thought that took it off the class one restricted drug list, there really wasn't any, there was no research because no one was allowed to use it because it was illegal. So why would you want to research it? That's changing now. Now there's, they're trying to catch up. How have you noticed this trend increasing and what is fueling it? Well, it is like the shiny new kid on the block. The CBD is, sounds really interesting. Uh, the anecdotal evidence is that it, it calms you down, it relaxes you, it alleviates pain, alleviates pain. It has all sorts of anecdotal claims. The problem is we don't have any, as you said, we don't have enough scientific research to prove those claims, but some people are finding it beneficial for certain conditions. There is some proof that CBD is good for certain diseases like epilepsy, um, but CBD is jumping on the image that it's going to solve all our problems. Right. That's, that's why everyone's interested in it. It's the new miracle wonder drug. Unfortunately, it just doesn't have the miracle wonder drug support yet. And with regards to market research data? Well, we're working on getting data on who's using it. The problem is that, of course, it's not legal in all states yet. It's legal in 11 states in the U.S. plus the District of Columbia. So that's currently 12 12 areas in which it's legal. We, as a market research company, would never go in and survey people on their illegal drug use, which is what we would be doing if we tried to do a nationwide search. We have done research and surveys in states in which CBD is legal, and we've only asked, of course, the people who are legally allowed to use it, which is adults. So we have started seeing that there is interest in CBD. There's a lot of interest in CBD for various reasons, to it mostly um, to calm people down, to relieve anxiety, to help with pain management. But we don't have a ton of evidence of research yet because there just isn't a lot. It's just still too new as a, as a non-medical drug, as a non-medical product, to yeah. have any uh, market research on it. And how do you see the snacks industry or the bakery industry, for example, getting involved? Well, there's a number of ways. We have to approach this, first of all, by realizing that this is a component, an ingredient 
that has no dosage information yet about it. We don't know how much CBD you have to take to have the effect that you want to get. We don't know if you're going to really get that effect. We don't know if it is safe for you to take this. Marketers have to approach this carefully. There are marketers dipping their toes into it. There is a product I've already seen on the U.S. market that claims to give you rest and relaxation, and they have a dosage. They say it's got five milligrams of CBD or hemp oil per bite, and hemp oil has some CBD in it Mm -hmm. per bite, and they recommend that you take two bites to start with and see how you feel, and you judge for yourself. So it's basically you're going to self-medicate. People ah. who take this are self, have to self-medicate. They have to say, okay, I've taken two bites of this snack with CBD in it. Do I feel better? Well, no, so I'm going to have more, or yes, so I'm going to have less. It's, it's still very unregulated and ununderstood. All right. What snack people might want to do is experiment with it, see if they can find a way of persuading people that it will do them good to try it. I think everyone's going to want to try it. Everyone's going to want to try to get in on the market because there's just too much going on right now not to. I mean, Mondelez is speaking about getting into it. The big companies like Mondelez are thinking of trying it. It's something to consider. But other companies are weighing their options. I spoke to a couple of companies at the um, Sweets and Snacks Expo that said they wouldn't touch it. So there is a divided opinion on how much sweets, snacks, and bakery companies want to approach it. And what are the pitfalls other than the regulations that could be facing producers? The big pitfall is going to be that people find that they move on to the next big shiny thing because it doesn't work. That's going to be a pitfall. Are people really getting any benefits from CBD? It depends what kind of benefits in their minds they're going to get from it and if the product's going to deliver. Now, I mean, hemp oil does have a lot of positive benefits. It is a complete protein. Hemp is a complete protein. You could position hemp oil other than saying that it has some kind of relaxation or pain relief medication in it or results. You could position it as a product that gives you your full dose of daily requirements for protein. And by the way, it makes you feel calmer, maybe. The biggest pitfall is also going to be that they start to see that when they do enough research that it isn't so good for you. We don't know. The big pitfall is the unknown, and everyone who's getting into it right now is taking a little bit of a risk. Right. Because what happens if medical science comes back and says, well, actually, it doesn't do any good at all. It's the THC, which is the uh, much stronger analog, the THC, which is in marijuana as opposed to hemp, which is where the CBD is. It's the THC that gives you medical benefits. That could happen, and it could push uh, CBD off off the radar. Mm-hmm. And that opens a whole new a new kettle of fish because it's THC is much more dangerous. It's psychotropic. It's it's much more dangerous. There is some THC available on the recreational marijuana side in markets in which medical marijuana is legal or recreational marijuana is legal. Recreational marijuana, just to make life confusing, recreational marijuana is different than uh, CBD and hemp. Okay. They're both okay. under the. They're both under the. You have to go back to, to basic biology or, or botany that they're both under the cloud or the, or the umbrella of uh, cannabis. Cannabis is the mother plant, if you will. And under cannabis, there is hemp and there is marijuana. Marijuana, if you follow that strand, that's where you get into THC. You get into more dangerous compounds. Hemp is the one with CBD in it. And CBD is the one that we are now considering a miracle drug or miracle answer 
for relieving anxiety and pain. And right. unfortunately, we don't have the science to prove it. We just have a lot of chatter about it. Absolutely. And when do you think the FDA could finally release the final regulations? Oh, my gosh. The government moves slowly. There's a lot of pressure. I'm not sure. There's a lot of, I think, the last time I looked, the FDA regulations were in. The latest news is they're holding a public hearing on May 31st, 2019. So they're holding a public hearing to submit comments. So that's as far as they've gotten to holding a public hearing. We haven't even got to the public hearing stage, and then it will have to go on from there. Right. The gears of government, the gears of government are going to move much more slowly than the uh, gears of manufacturers and the and the anticipation of, of, of consumers that this is going to be out on the market, legal. So where do you see the landscape five years from now? Huh. It depends, it depends how cynical I'm feeling that day, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I could probably see it following a lot. If we can get some research done, if we can get some, some measurable research that there are some benefits or consumers will experience a benefit from CBD, then CBD will probably follow the path of gluten-free. People who are celiac cannot digest gluten. Right. That is only a small percent of the population, but if you measure the impact of gluten-free on the population, you'll see the number of people eating gluten-free is much larger than the number of people who are celiac. Absolutely. What has caused that is um, a new syndrome called non-celiac gluten sensitivity, which has no proof or scientific backing either. It is a question of what makes consumers feel good. They feel good if they don't eat gluten, so they don't eat gluten. That's great. There's a lot of gluten-free products to help them. If there is no scientific backing that proves that CBD makes you feel better, but everyone thinks it makes them feel better, it's going to do great. If we turn a different direction and in five years we see that CBD is actually more harmful than good, That'll be the end of the CBD craze. Okay. So go ahead and start investigating or wait until things are really finalized? I think it's worth going and investigating. I think that the companies that are dipping the toe, their toes in the market are comfortable doing so. I think there are comfort, companies that will not be comfortable doing so, and they shouldn't. They should do what works best for their company ethos. If they are a company that is family-oriented, they're not going to want to get involved because the problem is that no matter how much we talk about how CBD is good or not good, it's still something that we at this point don't think kids should have access to. So a family-oriented company that makes mm, candy or snacks for little kids is going to have to be much more careful than a company that is aiming these snacks at adults and can monitor and prevent kids from popping into the CBD bag of snacks. So, There are cautions, but companies that are willing to take the uh, precautions and go ahead, why not? It's an interesting topic. Fascinating. Something to keep us, something we're going to watch for a number of years. I think it's entertaining um, from the sidelines watching all this unfold. I think it's very interesting. And we've seen, we've seen generations go through various um, promises uh, of what's going to make them feel good. And if, if CBD is an easy way feel good in a legal way, then it's something to keep an eye on.